Hey everybody, welcome back to the Ocean Lovers Podcast. I'm Kirsty. And I'm Erica. Hello. Hello everyone. We are in another deep dive episode Woo-hoo. in our deep dive series. This is part four. Episode and we're pretty 16 excited about it. In total. I know. <laughs> That's crazy. Um we actually had so okay, so just a little update. If you guys haven't really um been keeping track of our Instagram, we did officially launch our Patreon. Woohoo! And we've been talking woo-hoo! about this for a little while now, so it's kind of exciting. We have been. Yeah. It's really exciting. We had a couple people tune on to our Instagram launch party. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. And we officially have our first patron. Yay! And- she is so sweet. We, um, her name is Charlotte Lee. Yes, hi and Charlotte. Shout out to her. Hello, Charlotte. Shout out to her, um, and we're gonna be sending her her welcome gift. And also, just another side update. Uh, we're also gonna be sending out the giveaway um, to the winner. Keep an Yay. eye out for that. But we let Charlotte Lee pick out our topic for this week because she's our first patron and. Do you want to tell everybody what she picked for this week? Yes. So our friend Charlotte picked leatherback sea turtles, which Woo-hoo! are amazing. And I love them. And I've actually got to see one in the wild one time. And it was the best <laughs> ever. <laughs> that The picture you sent me was really cool. Yeah, it was actually, I'm just going to tell the story real quick. It was kind of funny because we were out on a whale watch. And this was when I worked out of Moss Landing. Mm-hmm. And we went out looking for whales, whatever. But all of a sudden, another boat said on the radio that they found a leatherback sea turtle. And we were, like, peeing our pants. We were so excited that we went <laughs> over and we watched this sea turtle for, like, two hours because us crew were so excited about it. And I think the passengers, honestly, were bored out of their minds. Oh, yeah. That was surprising. <laughs> I know. But, like, it was really cool for us because it is yeah. really rare and, like, they're endangered and and I'd never seen one before and these Mm -hmm. poor passengers were like okay we get it it's a turtle (laughs) (laughs) yeah because they don't fully understand you know a lot of people probably don't know that it's endangered exactly but then it was my job to perk everybody up and get them excited about seeing a leather pack yeah so So I'm pretty excited to talk about it today yeah so I guess we can start off by just kind of stating some facts and like we just said for those of you guys that are listening um the leatherback sea turtle is endangered as of now um so if you guys don't know what that means it means that they are in I mean not not critical condition but they are they run the risk of being extinct in the near future so yeah uh, we definitely want to spread awareness and get the word out about trying to protect these leatherbacks um they are one of the largest out of seven sea turtles they are the largest i think yeah they're the oh did i say one of the largest (laughs) they're the largest of all the turtles they are the largest (laughs) Yeah, and they are, they can grow um, to be eight feet, and they can weigh up to 2,000 pounds, and that is crazy. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're uh, the, I read that they're the largest of all the sea turtles, and they're the fourth heaviest reptile behind three other crocodile species. Oh, okay, but, um, I didn't know that. That's cool. 
Yeah, but the really cool thing about the leatherback sea turtle, the thing that makes it so different from all the other sea turtles, not only is it the biggest, but it's the only sea turtle that doesn't have a bony shell. So mm-hmm. I was going to try to, um, if Rich, if you're listening, let me know if I pronounce this word right. But um, the top part of the shell is called its carapace. And the reason I say rich is because lobsters have it too. Um, but <laughs> on leatherback sea turtles, instead of being bony, like I mentioned, it's covered in skin and oily flesh that's really leathery-like. Mm-hmm. Um, it got the name in, well, actually, the sea turtle was discovered in 1960, or sorry, 1761, which is a really long time ago. And its scientific name, let's see if I butcher this too, Dermochelis <laughs> coriacea. That was pretty good. Um, translates pretty good. it translates to leathery skin turtle. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so cool. that's where it gets <laughs> that name. Um, I read too that leatherbacks are also called loots or loot, and I had never oh. heard of that before. Yeah, but, I've never heard of that. Yeah, but the reason being is because they have seven ridges that run down their backs. And apparently there's a musical instrument called a lute that has seven strings. So that's, oh, wow. that's why okay. it's called that for some reason. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Huh. And I remember when we did get to see the sea turtle on the boat, one of the things that we were telling mm-hmm. the passengers is that they're basically, one of the reasons they're so cool is because they're living fossils. They're pretty much exactly the same as they were when sea turtles evolved 110 million years ago. So they're pretty much just like unchanged ancient dinosaurs before dinosaurs. Who knows? They're they're really cool. Um, Yeah, it was, it's pretty amazing to see them. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see one in out there. Hopefully maybe in Monterey this year with everything, you know, with all the animals kind of going in, certain places they wouldn't maybe they'll pop up in Monterey (laughs) yeah I mean maybe that's where I saw it so they do they do go to Monterey they tend to migrate all the way across the ocean from Indonesia to the coast of California Mm -hmm. um and we'll get to the reasons why in a little bit yeah um but yeah so they are more hydrodynamic than any other sea turtles because they lack that bony shell. So they're really streamlined. Um, They've got this huge body with really long flippers that can grow almost nine feet long. That's crazy. One flipper. (laughs) I know. And the flippers don't have claws on the end either. Like some, I think land turtles. I don't know if sea turtles have claws on the end. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it has that thick leathery skin. It has little tiny scales, like bony scales, embedded into their skin. Um, And they're usually dark gray or black with some scattered white splotches. And we've mentioned this a few times in the podcast now. They show counter shading. So that kind of camouflage that a lot of different sea animals That's really cool. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, something that I looked into, um, I, this will kind of be a good segue into the whole migration patterns, but I did learn that they use the Earth's magnetic field to navigate. So I know a lot of you guys out there probably um, have seen posts or videos or, or pictures of how they tend to go to the same beaches, and I'll explain to that um, in a second. So they have this, uh, let me see. Um, this 
this geomagnetic ability and they kind of use it as their internal GPS. So um, they have these particles called magnetite, I believe is how you say it. And it's a magnetic mineral that actually is in their brain. And yeah, this was really fascinating to me. I, I had no idea. And I guess this is something that can, they, I, I don't know if they know for sure, but from what I, from this video I saw, they said it can play a role in how they connect with the earth's magnetic pole. So that's kind of one of their things of how they think they can do that. So it's kind of like a compass to us. That's like their compass. And that's exactly how baby sea turtles can imprint on their location. As soon as they start walking down towards the water or waddling, however you want to call it, whatever they do, (laughs) um, as soon as they do that, it helps them keep track of that. And it helps them find their way back to the same beaches to lay their eggs when they come back in the future. So, I, I mean, I always knew that they they tend to go back to the same beaches to lay their eggs, but you know, I, I never knew why. So that was really interesting to find out. Yeah. So I guess that's it's a good so segue. It really is. It's, it's crazy to think that it's not even, I mean, I'm sure some of it is a visual thing, but it's crazy to think that they are using that the earth's magnetic field to navigate to their stop every time that's insane yeah it's just like instinctual Mm -hmm. it's pretty amazing it makes me wonder how like if they know of 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 that kind of uh, magnetic material in their brain if other migrating animals have that because I'm not really aware I know I've kind of heard that like migrating bird species use the Mm -hmm. magnetic fields to navigate as well. I wonder if whales have that kind of ability. I don't know. You never never really know. I think sometimes with whales, it might be partially learned as well because they they go the route of their mothers for the first time. But I don't know. That's so interesting. I mean, sea turtles, they don't stay with their mothers. Their mothers lay eggs on the beach and the turtles kind of have to fend for themselves when they get out of the shell. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's a whole nother... Yeah, I know. Something really interesting that I read um, about that is the females go onto the the sand to lay their eggs, but once males enter the water, they never leave the water again. They don't come back on land at all. They totally mate in the water. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, and kind Um, of into that, I found a fun fact about. Um, you mentioned females and males. So I found out that actually um, a sea turtle sex is actually determined by the temperature of wherever they yes. were laid in. So if yeah, the temperature of the nest area is about, I think it said, let me look. Um, if the nest is about 88 degrees, then they will most likely be females. And if it's a little cooler to around 82 degrees, they will uh, most likely be male. So that, I think that's why there's, and because they do go to more warmer coastal areas and regions to lay their eggs, a lot of them tend to be females. So I thought that was really interesting. Oh, wow. That is really interesting. You know, something else that's unique to leatherback sea turtles compared to all the other sea turtles, or actually all the other reptiles, I think, Mm -hmm. is that they're able to maintain a high body temperature like 
32 degrees higher than the water temperature. Oh, wow. But okay. They're not warm blooded. They're reptiles. So I wonder if, hmm. like, the temperature at birth, I don't know, relates somehow to this. Maybe. I'm not sure. But, no, um, but they think it's because they have such a high activity rate. So I, I actually learned this a few years ago and I thought this was crazy. Leatherback sea turtles rest as little as 0.1% of the day. So they're constantly swimming. They really hardly rest at all. They like really don't sleep. They're constantly swimming. So their muscles create heat and then combined with their fatty, you know, covering they're insulated they're insulated they have a large body size so they're actually able to maintain high body temperatures which i thought was really interesting it's very unique for a reptile um yeah and then just like you said they're the largest they are they can grow about six seven feet um you said the largest ever was like eight feet and weighed Mm -hmm. over well over a thousand pounds um they are the same size as other baby sea turtles when they're born which is about two and a half inches long so little tiny cute things um (laughs) one other thing too and you guys will see this when we post uh our photo to go along with our podcast um they don't have teeth but instead they have this crazy looking sharp pointy beak and if you want nightmares, Google a picture of a leatherback sea turtle's throat. Have you seen oh, it? Oh, I've seen that. It's, oh, yeah, my it's, gosh. It's pretty, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah, it has <laughs> it's pretty gnarly looking spines in its throat to help it swallow <laughs> and make sure that their prey doesn't escape after they take a bite out of it. Oh but it is cuckoo looking. So definitely <laughs> look that up. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. One other thing, too, um, they're one of the deepest diving marine mammals. I didn't know this until we started doing research on them. They've been recorded diving to 4,200 feet deep or about 1,200 or 1,300 meters, um, which is, there's, I, I think I read that no other animal in the world that has four limbs can dive that deep except for they considered sperm whales and beaked whales part of that category so sperm whales and beaked whales are the only other things that can dive that deep wow i had wow i I didn't know that that's so cool wow huh divers interesting that's why i love i love these deep deep dive episodes we learn so much (laughs) yeah we learn about deep diving on our deep dive episodes (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> Just like the sea turtles. They're deep diving too, apparently. Exactly. <laughs> oh, our little whale jokes. Yes. Our little <laughs> marine biology jokes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, let's see. What else did we find? Um, oh, um, a turtle, they take about, well, the leatherbacks. I think this goes for, I don't know if this goes for every turtle. I was trying to just keep it specific on leatherbacks. Um but they will lay eggs every about two to three years. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like they're going every single year. Um, it says they can, since they have recent study that I guess they can go every year, but it's not, it's not for every single one. So mm-hmm. they, they're still doing studies on that. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, they lay about an average of 
80 fertilized eggs, but I did see somewhere else that they can lay up to 150. Uh, oh. So I'm curious on what like that, maybe, oh, well, I guess 80 would be the average. Um, For some and reason, I'm curious, I have this vision huh. in my head that they lay like a million eggs at once. It looks like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I guess 80 really, in yeah. all reality, isn't that much. And no, we'll kind of probably go into this a little bit as well. I mean, we can now too, but one reason that they're, so this all ties together, but a reason that they're endangered, like we mentioned, is because of the massive plastic problem in the world, um, especially mm-hmm. plastic bags. And we haven't mentioned yet, but sea- no. leatherneck sea turtles feed almost entirely on jellyfish. So we did a, a jellyfish episode not too long ago. Um, this is yeah. their main prey, so they're, or predator, sorry. They feed almost exclusively on jellyfish. They're basically following jellyfish around the world. That's why they migrate from Indonesia all the way to California, just to eat our massive jellyfish blooms that we get. Um, but of course, plastic bags in the ocean are so easily mistaken for jellyfish, it's ridiculous. Like, I've mm-hmm. seen images, yeah. well, I mean, I've seen it in person too, plastic bags in the ocean, but they look crazy like jellyfish and if you're a sea turtle you're just gonna grab onto whatever's floating around you so that's a huge problem that's why their population has gone down so much in recent years um they think about a third of every adult uh sea turtle has eaten a plastic bag and oh wow thing about um we were talking about their reproduction um because they swallow plastic bags they're lacking nutrients so sometimes they starve to death but sometimes if they survive their maturity is delayed so long that it messes with their reproduction so they might not be able to reproduce that's causing that's so sad yeah and so that's causing them to die out basically that's why they're endangered Mm -hmm. partially i mean there's some other reasons like bycatch and things like that but for the most part um, the plastic bags. Yeah, and well, and when I say eighty eggs doesn't seem like that much, that's why they re- reproduce relatively slow, especially because those little baby sea turtles. I think we all have seen the videos of the sea turtles trying to make it to the ocean, and then the yeah. birds are swooping down and eating them. Yeah, there's all kinds of things that like to eat those little tiny sea turtles. So it's so sad to see. Oh my gosh. I remember watching, I don't know if it was like Blue Planet or something that yeah. had it in it. And I was like, no, no, I can't watch I it. Know. <laughs> I know. It's so sad. But I mean, I that's, mean it's that's just life, I guess. And what life. did they say the rate was of the successful uh rate of them actually going in the water and surviving? Was it one percent or ten percent? I can't remember. I don't know. I actually am not I think sure. it was one of those. Yeah. I, I want to say 1%, but I yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's really low. Yeah. Either way, it's still low. And it even <laughs> says that usually when, um, they call it a clutch, when the female lays eggs, the clutch of eggs, mm-hmm. only about 85% of them usually make it to hatching anyway. So, like, these guys have everything against them. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's tough. So we don't want to like, add yes. to the problem. No, yeah, definitely, if you guys can, try not to use plastic bags. I know with everything going on right now, it's kind of tough, but um, just be aware, you know, I still use my um, reusable grocery bags, and then, um, like, the netted ones that I showed on our Instagram, Mm -hmm. and I've just been washing them, 
And so we're still using those when we go grocery shopping. I can't tell you the last time that I actually picked up a plastic bag from like the produce section. I know, I, it's same. Years and years. I just can't bring myself to do it. Um, so there's definitely alternatives. I know that there's just times where you get it. Oh, well, just try to use it to your best, the best of your ability, maybe reuse it for something else. Um, but yeah, we definitely want to try to be aware of that. Mm -hmm. Um, and balloons, balloons is a big thing too, especially around mother's day. I saw a bunch of pictures out. Uh, people were posting about the balloons in the ocean, some whale watching boats, getting them out of the water and balloons is a big thing. So, I I forget when it was. I purposely said, like, I don't – I told my husband, I do not want balloons ever mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's my birthday, I don't care. Please don't ever buy them for me. And he's down. He's like, oh, perfect, because he doesn't like them either yeah. for the same reason. Yeah. So we – it. so if people, you know – and it's kind of one of those sticky situations where, you know, people release them for, you know, um, memorials and things like that. So – I mean, it's one of those things to where I would, I would just recommend for people to find an alternative, Mm -hmm. um, then using balloons. I mean, maybe some type of all natural confetti, Mm -hmm. um, people can use, you can, I did that for my wedding. Um, we used, um, confetti once, uh, Christian and I walked back down the the aisle after we were pronounced husband and wife and we had little cones filled with rosemary and oh what else do we have rosemary and oh I can't even remember right now thyme no it wasn't thyme uh something else and it was something green I can't even remember what it was and yeah people just threw it up in the air we That's got, so cool. and it was just all natural <laughs> yeah it was the best thing ever if people are looking for alternatives to like confetti and stuff like that I've seen really cool things online where you can get um, basically hole punches that are different shapes. Like I used to have a hole punch that was whale and they're teeny tiny. So you yeah. can just hole punch whatever shape you want. You could do little hearts or stars or whatever of leaves. Like, oh yeah. leaves. So I can... know that was our, that was initially going to be how we were going to do it. And then we love, um, rosemary so yes, I do. Um, oh actually you know what? We had lavender. It oh. wasn't rosemary. It was lavender. Oh, that's cool. Um, we, yeah, and it kind of tied in because we got married at a lavender farm. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> so it was like the perfect alternative. And technically, oh, I don't want to get too off topic, but basically <laughs> we had to do like, that was like our like our way of having a send off because at night, the only thing you can really do was like those sparklers yeah. and our venue wanted to charge us like up the wall for them. And we were like, we're not going to spend money on that. And so we kind of did our send off like as we walked down the aisle, and that was like our our picture send off yes. type thing, and it worked out perfectly. That's so cool. Perfectly. But yeah, anyways, there's point of the point of our story is <laughs> you guys can always find an alternative. Yeah. Try not to use balloons. Try not to use plastic bags. Um, I've had a few people ask me for the link for those um, bags I posted on Instagram. So oh, if cool. you guys want some like netted looking bags for groceries and trust me I should show you guys a picture of how much I can stuff in those things when I go grocery shopping they are so beneficial like really does come in handy so yeah definitely message us and I'll give you guys a link but anyway um okay so what else did we find I know no we love to chat Um, I know Um, but 
one other thing is um, their lifespan. So we always think in our heads that sea turtles live like a hundred plus years, you know, that's always Mm -hmm. the the thing like from Finding Nemo. But the truth is nobody (laughs) really knows about leatherbacks in particular. Some people say they live 30 years plus. Some say they live over a hundred, but we don't really know as of now. Yeah. And honestly, it's probably because half of them are just dying of, you know, the plastic pollution, mm-hmm. um, getting caught in the fishing nets or getting entangled. So it's probably really hard at this time for scientists to even conduct that research yeah. because a lot of them are probably dying for unnatural causes anyway. Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of disappointing, but hopefully we can get more research on that soon. Yeah. Um, um, also, not only what? human, they don't only have human predators. They do occasionally um, get attacked or eaten by killer whales, great white sharks, and sometimes tiger sharks. And then I saw that in the in tropical areas, female leatherback sea turtles that are nesting on the beach have been preyed upon by mm-hmm. jaguars. Really? That's so scary. Oh my gosh. That is scary. Holy crap. Yeah. But apparently they're they are really um aggressive when it comes to defending themselves. I saw that an adult leatherback was being chased by a shark that had tried to bite it, but the turtle kind of turned on it and chased it away. And then a boat came by (laughs) and the sea turtle continued to attack the boat. Oh, so, <laughs> I mean, they don't go down easily, which is good. good no. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh. Um, we should try to post that video on our Patreon if you can find oh, it. Oh, yeah. That would that be would funny be cool. to share. Um, also, part of the pro- the reason that they're endangered is because, I mean, we've talked about human impact already, but humans harvest mm-hmm. the sea turtle eggs. And there's populations yeah. in Southeast Asia that have pretty much gone extinct because of the massive egg harvest that goes on mm-hmm. um so i mean in cases like that obviously education is the best tool just understanding mm-hmm. because i feel like in countries that are developing they are harvesting sea turtle eggs because they need to eat they need nutrients they don't know necessarily perhaps that harvesting sea turtle eggs is causing this massive die out of sea turtles so right i guess education is is the way to go on that um because Mm -hmm. it's causing some well serious issues they also i read that not only with the eggs but they um i mean this is probably a different situation but there's also people that do the illegal trading with their um yes what is it called their uh their shells yeah so I wonder, do they do that with leatherbacks? Because they technically don't really have a shell, yeah, so to speak. So I do. Um, I don't know if it's the shell. It could just honestly be just the whole body. Um, but they yeah. they do. They are like in in the black market and all that. Um, I read mm-hmm. that they. Oh, where did I find that? Something about using them for like aphrodisiac and alternative medicine that doesn't really have any proven um yeah yeah, benefits benefits, exactly um 
And another issue that they face is, of course, also human cause, it's light pollution. So often when we think about marine animals, we think about noise pollution because that's kind of a big issue for some different animals that, you know, live in the ocean, rely on sound to navigate and live their lives, hunt and all of that communicate. But light pollution um, from streetlights and cities and buildings causes the baby sea turtles to they have a strong attraction to light usually they're looking for the reflection of the moon off of the ocean that's how they find their way typically Mm -hmm. but they'll be attracted to light sources human-made light sources Mm -hmm. and go the wrong way and end up completely in the middle of nowhere and end up dying so yeah 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 that's and what doesn't it, um, I thought it, it also affected when they come in to lay eggs, too. Oh, probably. To an extent. Yeah. So. Oh, man. I know. I don't want to end it in a bleak <laughs> manner, but <laughs> we're just, we want to kind of tell the issues that they're facing and, you know, yeah. some of the things that we can do to spread awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually, that's a good segue into, um, I wanted to briefly mention to everybody about the Sea Turtle um, Conservancy, and um, it's, it, I mean, it, they're pretty, you can find them on Instagram, and they do a lot of programs, you guys can check out their website, and this is in no way sponsored, by the way, I just, I've been following them for a while, they have programs to where you can do, like, volunteer work, Um they have a bunch of information on our website of every sea turtle so you can go check out all of them Um, and then they also share like the threats and what's really cool is they also have a turtle tracker so there's active turtles right now that they are tracking and you can see their migration patterns and things like that and they kind of explain how it works and then another thing you guys will see on their website, if you want to check it out, is you, they have different ways that you guys can get involved too. And they kind of talk about how you can reduce your plastic waste, which we talked about is um, a danger for them. And also, which is super cool, is you guys can actually go to their website and adopt Yay! a turtle. I thought that was the cutest thing, so I had to share it. Hopefully, if they hear this, shout out to them. Yeah, we'll tag them. Because we definitely want to spread awareness as much as possible, like we said. We don't want to be downers. But at the same time, we have to say this stuff for people to get the idea of what's going on. You know, not everything is perfect in our ocean, and there's a lot of issues. And that's the whole point of us making this podcast is so we can talk about it and spread awareness and yeah, so definitely check out their website. Um, I'll tag them in our next Great. post when you guys see this. Our post will be up. And then I'll also put their website on our Patreon yeah. so you guys can go see it there. So if you guys are not following us on Patreon yet, definitely at least check out our Patreon page. There's some posts that you guys will be able to see, but there's some specific posts that are just meant for um, if you're part of one of our tiers. And not, I wasn't going to, uh, I'm not going to give away too much information, but we are going to be recording a very special episode and it's going to be our first video podcast mm-hmm. with someone super special. It, it will most likely be over an hour long <laughs> and, um, this will be coming up probably in the next two weeks. 
Um, so if you are not part of our Patreon yet, I highly recommend it because I it's very hard for me to control my excitement about this episode. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of um, exclusive content on there. There's um, yes. definitely at least check it out. Check out what the tiers are. Yeah. Um, we have three different levels. I think um, you can subscribe for $3, $10, or $15 a month. And there's different um, benefits to each of those tiers. And it just, it goes to support the podcast. Um, we are trying to get better sound equipment so we can sound even more professional. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> we want to add some theme music and things like that. So it's all yeah. uh, going back to the podcast. Um, but but yeah, then you get some new content and you get some welcome gifts from us. So yeah, we would we'd yeah. love it if you at least just, you know checked it out just also, check it out one yeah. thing that we've been wanting to mention is we would so appreciate it if you could leave us reviews on apple Podcasts. um i don't know if you can do it on spotify but wherever you can rate review subscribe as they say in the podcast land <laughs> um <laughs> yes please i know i checked spotify today and i i couldn't i didn't see a rating or review but I'm, on apple yeah. podcast we can see it and then if we see your your review then we will gladly post it on our story and mm-hmm. tag you guys in it give if we're able out. to um yeah give you a little shout out we love to we already have one review on there we have some ratings shout out to sarah for her first review um we love it we love yeah. we want to hear what you guys feel how you feel about the podcast so far we've heard a bunch of positive um feedback and we would love it if you guys could take a second to go do that also really really quick oh my gosh we officially by the time this episode is up on thursday the first episode on youtube should be up yay (laughs) that's a milestone yay so a long time coming i know i i was pulling my hair all day yesterday (laughs) trying to do it because i'm one of those people to where like if i'm gonna if I'm going to upload it, I want to make it to like, look how I want it to look like I want it to look good, not mm-hmm. just, you know, throw it up like, because then you're going to do the same thing every week. And so I wanted to make sure it had like the little sound waves on it and whatnot. So uh, luckily, the getting the sound waves on it is hard. So my husband <laughs> helped me do that. We finalized it today. And actually, I was uploading it as we were doing this episode, it should be fully uploaded by now. And I'll just uh, like, finalize it and publish it and whatnot but yeah so hopefully we can have all the episodes up in the next couple weeks that way we can get updated or um we can get what's the word um oh my god I can't think uh I can't think but yeah hopefully um oh caught up that's what I meant we'll get caught up and that way I'll be more on a schedule to release them whenever release the podcast episode so yeah thank you guys so much yes, for listening thank you for again listening. We, thanks we love that you guys for, are listening yeah thanks for doing the youtube <laughs> yep <laughs> and, and we will yeah. oh and shout out to to charlotte yeah thanks charlotte for being for our the first topic. patron this is a, this we is love a fun it. one i love these leatherback sea turtles so yeah so again follow us on instagram at ocean lovers podcast and thank you guys so much for listening we love you very 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 much Thank you. (laughs) We'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye.